So the big question is this, how can I live a life of purpose and meaning and still pay my mortgage? I had the good six-figure corporate job, but it got to a point where I felt like I was gonna be sick every day on my way to work. I knew there had to be a better way. So I hung up my corporate suit and I put on my yoga pants. I've spent the last 20 plus years searching for answers. I've traveled to the ends of the earth, studying with gurus and teachers, chasing balance and clarity and crafting a life of purpose. I'm deeply passionate about helping other seekers and entrepreneurs do the same. I'm Leanne Wolke and this is The Epic Journey. Join me and my guests as I share lessons learned along my personal growth and entrepreneurial journey for peace, love, and happiness. Ryan Moe was a professional baseball player when he initially found yoga. He was introduced to the practice through a yoga teacher brought in by the team. Immediately, he realized the benefits of the practice and continued to practice throughout his baseball career. When he retired from baseball, he decided to go on to become a yoga teacher so that he could share the benefits of the practice with others. We caught up with Ryan in Denver at the Gaylord Rockies Hotel. Well, let's um, let's get started. Sure. So first off, let's start out. And if you can just tell me, if you had one tip, for yoga teachers, one thing that you think would make all the practice in their teaching practice, their practice of teaching, what would that be? Um, it's, you know, I think we're all too concerned about poses. You know, we're concerned about the physical part. It's not that. I think you've got to be clear headed, and I think you've got to be, your spirit's got to be right. Um, if you're going to sit here and teach a group of people and your stuff isn't together, outside of your life and also on the mat. I don't feel like it works. I think you've got to be okay here. That doesn't mean that my life is perfect by any means. And that means that doesn't mean my everything outside of here is great, perfect. But I'm comfortable and confident enough in my mindfulness of my everyday. The fact that I sit here and, and being mindful of my conversation with you and not distracted by whatever else is going on, that's where it is. I think being mindful of what you're doing. I think that's the one thing that my teacher told me. She goes, before we even start, I'm gonna tell you, you're all thinking about getting your body in the right place and looking better, but you're already in the wrong mindset. And I thought, well, I, I wanna feel, you know, I wanna feel better, I wanna look better. And she said, well, that'll come, but until you clear your head and have a path that you wanna walk down, then you're gonna find where you need to be. So what it is, you gotta be mentally strong. I think you gotta be mentally prepared to get in and, and dig deep. I think the, the yoga practice is not about the physical part. It's about the mental walk and the spiritual walk. You know, whether you believe in God or not, or, or you know, the Buddha or wh whatever it is that you walk, you've got to be clear headed and right. That's what I say. And that's what I would tell all teachers. Be ready to be clear headed and walk through this path with these people because they're bringing their body here for you and take care of that and respect that. Because if you're not clear headed, then you're not respecting them and their body and their time. So that's what I think. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and I agree is that a lot of times people think it's about, can I do a handstand? Can I do yeah. a fancy pose that's yeah. gonna look great on social media? Right. And I often say that a yoga practice is like brushing your teeth. It's totally necessary every day, it is. not necessarily so sexy, right. but right. 
it's essential for your own well-being, for your own cleanliness, for mind, thought, Correct. body, soul, all of it. Right. And it's, I think maybe as I've gotten older, you know, I'm in my forties and, you know, maybe as a young boy, you know, as, as a young kid, I, I didn't take things very serious. You know, what I like a lot about you is that your attention to the everything, you know, um, the fact that you look people in the eye, <laughs> you guys, I, I can't, I cannot tell you how important that is for me as a, as a father to tell my daughter and my son, hey, you need to respect people. And even though there might not be respect back to you, you need to step over that boundary and bridge that gap that we talk about. Okay, it's easy to be mean to somebody who's mean to you, right? Well, what's it like when you're just, when that person's doo-doo to you, right? Yeah. And, you see, and you're the opposite. You're very nice and respectfully, I understand your opinion, but, and then you walk that different path. Now that sends messages and that sends ripples through the world without you even knowing. Just by you sitting here and engaging in this is, it's, it's, I'm ecstatic because I'm, I yearn for the younger generations to kind of get it earlier because that's what I was always told. The faster you get it at a younger age, the easier life, I promise you, yeah. it will be. And take it from me. I can sit down and have you conversations about anything and everything that I've ever done. And I granted it has made me the man that I am today, but I could have skipped a lot of the steps and still be that same man today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. the kind of stuff like you talk about it internally. Forget the poses. Forget the sexiness. Your, your beautifulness and your sexiness, that'll come. If that's what you want to look sexy, it'll work. You'll find a good poses, we'll get your body right. But are you happy inside? You may look beautiful on the outside, but are you happy inside? It's a big question we ask all the time. It's true. I care how beautiful you are out here. I care how beautiful you are. Every you, beautiful, the two of you are absolutely beautiful. But if you're not okay in here, then it's just the front. It's just the front. Not who you really are. You want to make sure that you're confident enough, be secure in who Correct. you are, and not worrying about that all the time. Who cares what shoes you're wearing, right? Right. Right. Who cares? <laughs> like, I wear these to hike, to camp, do this, to. I, guys, I've had it all, right? I've been a professional baseball player. I've had it all. Okay. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about. Sure. How did you come to yoga? Tell me a little bit about your past. Too. So my past is. Um, you know, I played professional baseball, drafted in 2001. Um, really did, I knew nothing about yoga. I knew bigger, faster, stronger. You know, we're gonna squat three, 400 pounds and hammer out our knees and just, you know, I'm young, I didn't feel it. 2006 showed up and I was later in my career and I was getting a little older and San Diego Padres said, hey, we got a yoga instructor that's gonna come in tomorrow. Once you guys here, perfect. And it was like, Right over left, inhale, exhale, bend over your front side. None of us could barely get over halfway down. I mean, it was literally like inhale here, exhale, and we're all stuck. <laughs> it turned into every day, you know, a little bit more. Right over left, left over right. Maybe we're going to sit down. You know, just it started slowly. Then I started to feel better with the breathing. It was more about just breathe, guys. Be mo Just be present. Just be present in just this pose and sit here. Leg is crossed and let them breathe here. And then it became a little bit more. So I've realized how much it physically helped my body, being a pitcher, 
a lot of work being done on my arm, my hips, and my shoulders. So I realized how quickly I stopped taking Advil, how quickly I stopped taking B12 shots, Toradol, all those anti-inflammatories, right? Never did steroids or anything like that, but I stopped destroying my body on the inside. I started saying, hey, gosh, I feel just as good doing yoga as I do taking Advil. Let's take care of my body a little better. So that's how it became, 2006, and I started, kind of took it over a little bit more and more each year when I would come home. Retired from baseball in 2007. Um, and I immediately went into finding what kind of yoga I wanted to do. And I became, all right, I want to get my teacher training. Got my teacher training in about 2016. Got my 200 hours through Yoga Pod. And, you know, I was going through some tough times in my life just with regular old stuff, marriage, kids, life money change of life style you know leaving baseball learning how to be in this world this industry out here i'd never done before um had a job so um it was a little scary for me you know i had to really adjust my way of life i was really kind of set i was on a high horse i'll be honest i'm very honest with that i, I thought i was the shi you know stuff <laughs> so i really thought i was the man and um I was humbled really fast. I think life, like I say during my class, you need to stop for a second. You kind of regroup. You kind of find out who you are real quick. And so I just took it over. Teacher training was really a no-brainer for me. And been teaching now for the last four years, since 16. Um, started out with um, elderly group. Did that with assisted living for a little while. Was more... I stayed away from the Alzheimer's because you can't really, <laughs> can't really get into that kind of that. But I did the assisted living where it was a group of older people, and it was chair yoga. It was like we're gonna breathe and we're gonna just stuff like that. Inhale here, stuff like that. And then I jumped into that, went in, did special needs yoga with special needs kids. Um, I was a, I was a teacher assistant for three years uh, for special needs and started doing yoga with the kids. So my next whole thing was I really wanted to find what the, I guess your normal or the regular group of people were like here on the hospitality side. And once I found out they didn't have any yoga instructor here, kind of the rest is history. I wanted to jump in here and see where I could, I guess, maybe help not only myself, but others with this kind of this restorative thing, I think we don't do enough of. We can get into vinyasa, we can talk about forest, we can do all these crazy classes, but again, what was I getting out of them? I was looking incredible. My abs were great, my butt was huge. You know, all these kind of things, okay, right? Great. That we want. And, but I was still so unhappy. Like you're, you're pretty on the outside, but I was so miserable. I didn't find, I didn't have that peace. So that's where I feel it's that spiritual walk. You know, we're not talking about God. We're not talking about religion. We're talking about you on your mat. And that's where the whole walk came. And that's where my path was. It wasn't, you know, baseball was just a, it happened to be a catalyst for me finding out about yoga, you know, and then boom, it took over from there. So I think me being on this side of the industry with the hotel side and around the hospitality and seeing what the, I guess the regular population wants, it's, they, they really lack this sense of touch, sense of love, a hug. We're all worried about money, 
bigger, faster, stronger still. So I bring the restorative side back. I really want to slow it down. Really, you know, ask how do your body feel? Leanne's body's different than Ryan's body. So when I'm out there, I say, hey, check in with your body here. Notice the difference in size because your body's different than mine. So it was a beautiful heart-based class this morning out, you know, in the sunshine. On the sun, yeah. Just, that's the whole point. I want that feel, you know, the feel of the earth. Right. I don't know about you, but I remember being your age and thinking, I'm going to be alive forever. And this is, this is great. Life is great. And as you get older and as life kicks in, you have kids and you realize you, your time on this earth is, is really precious. Right. And it's short. Short. It really is. And so your family, your friends, your loved ones, a hug, a, a kiss. A, you know, I talk about it all the time because I was that way as a teacher. I was so touchy. I love kids because they're innocent. You know, they're so pure. They're so – everything is legit. They're not going to lie to you. They're going to tell you the truth. Whether, yeah, that man's fat. That little girl's stupid. You know, they just they say, tell you, they tell you, and right, it's the cutest right, thing in the world, and I love it, and I love their innocence. You know, it's true. They do, like, and you—they're not gonna you know. lie. They're not gonna lie to you. So, that's where I feel, I, I, maybe the population, maybe with my well-traveled, you know, being over to Europe, being in Greece, being in Saint Thomas, being in places that are a little bit more relaxed, and see where people are more in tune with themselves they're not worried about the shoes they're not worried about their lululemon pants they're not, not worried, worried about their, their instagram man not, i don't even have you know i don't even have social media facebook's the only thing i have and so there's only there's certain th things that i've eliminated from my life friends not friends myself maybe it's myself you know those kind of things so that heart-based thing that's we can go through what we can get into handstands sure i can help you yeah no problem great what are you gonna do you're gonna go home you're gonna tell your friends that you did a handstand and then what? What did you get out of that? Or did you leave this class today and you broke down and you told me about your kid that you lost? Like I had a lady who just broke down. She goes, you know, you said something today. You told me to give me grace. Give yourself some grace. She goes, I lost my a child just recently. And she broke down and I lost. Man, I get the chills. I broke down. She just broke down. I said, that, she goes, I, you don't understand how much that helped. I think I have, I'm a little bit more at peace now. So I don't know what you're, I don't know. I can't relate to you. I told you I can't relate. I'm very sorry, but I'm glad that this class, this simple, stupid little class that has really no rhythm, but it has a purpose, you know, and that's, that's why I do yoga. That's why I do it. What would you say? I, I know as yoga teachers, we all have those moments that mm -hmm. kind of affirm for us, like you were just sharing mm -hmm. why we do what we do would you say that that one with the woman telling yeah. you about her son is that the one that stands out as like as of recent yes nobody else i within this last probably four months i've had more people come to me and tell me how much it's changed them just with a three-day class here and i don't know i don't know because i don't feel like my class is incredibly great okay um i don't mean that it as it's not a great i just i'm very humble okay and i don't know I've only been teaching for so long and I don't think I'm the greatest teacher, but I don't think I'm bad, but I want to touch and I want to hit that chord that really nobody touches, you know, bless you. And I want to, um, yeah, you're right. That lady, I, nobody's got, why would she need to tell me that? She doesn't have to, but she felt comfortable enough to sit down. I, I made her comfortable. Enough. I want people to be 
comfortable for me to get my hands on their body. You know, those kind of, because they're allowing me to get in some compromising poses, to being in some compromising, and I want you to feel comfortable enough for me to get my hands on you, for you to feel that you're comfortable enough to have this conversation with me. And that, I don't know. I don't know what that's like to lose a child. I don't ever want to feel that. But dang, that, it's scary to know that it's real and that's life. And that's, I've not experienced that. And it touched me to know that right here, right there is where it happened. And to know that that woman and I got to meet her husband and it was just a good kind of a moment, you know, whether we speak, we never spoke again since that day, but that's all it needed. It's so amazing that your class is like helping people with that. Thank you. Just helping them be more comfortable. Thank you. Be more at peace. I feel like that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate, I think that's the point. I think. It's not about, again, it's not about the compromising poses. It's not about that. It's not about that. No, it's not about that. It's about, hey, did I really get something out of this class? So, Where do you see the future of yoga going? I think it just depends on where we as teachers and where we as students want to go. You know, I think if we get out of the social media, if we get out of our Instagrams and we get out of our minutia, right? And we get into these conversations, just life conversations, um, putting it out there for other people to hear, um, knowing that, hey, I'm not the only one that struggles with whatever, abuse, alcoholism, um, whatever people are dealing with. I, I, don't, I don't know. But if this practice, if my practice, if Leanne's practice, who knows? If that can help that person somehow find peace in their life, I think that's the point of yoga and that's where we should go. I hope that's where yoga is going to go. Um, I see it more and more. I think here in Colorado being the number one fittest state in the United States, it's a no brainer. I see it all the time here. You know, my, my studio is my, your best is your best yoga. And I do it. I do my, all my personal stuff with just personal people. Um, I don't have a studio. I take people up to the mountains. I take people to a local park to where they can hear the birds, feel the grass on their feet, get out of the studio. Get out of the regular music. I put on a regular, some Asian music that is to kind of mellow salad. I don't want to get us into that regular music. I want to get out of the studio type of feel, you know, because that's where I want yoga to go. I want it to go to being outside and being mindful of the moment, you know, breathing through the process instead of fighting through it. I want you to breathe and get through that sticky spot when we're in pigeon because your right side is a little bit worse than the left, whatever it may be. But I want to see the yoga practice. I'd like to see it progress a lot more and for people to take over from a younger standpoint. You know, the quicker we get it on it now, it's again, not about the poses. It's not about that. It's about here, here. Where are we finding it? Where are we taking it to our, are we taking it into our life? Are we being mindful of everything that we're doing? I always say yoga, yoga is a metaphor for how you live your life. Like how you do anything is how you do everything. If you're, an idiot on the freeway you're going to be an idiot on yes. your yoga mat and everywhere yes. else and mm-hmm. you know in that practice is that opportunity to try on a new behavior yeah. and to see like oh hey i have more freedom in my breath if i can do Break, this way breaking of, bad habits yeah. too yeah. you know we're we fall into saying i want to go to vinyasa i want the vinyasa because i want to feel i need to burn because maybe we're trying to get something out maybe we have frustration maybe we're sad we need that when I'm angry, I like to go and work out because it gets that frustration that I need out. Okay? So I feel like a lot of people have a lot of duty to bring me to, to 
table to the mat, <laughs> right? So what I do is I talk you through it, right? And as I walk you and I talk you through the practice, I tell you, hey, breathe through it here, okay? Notice how your body feels here. Check in with your body here. Let's stop. Close your eyes. Breathe for a second. Because what did I say? Life is going to throw some stuff at you. What are you going to do? You got to stop. You got to reground, regroup, start again. That's just the way it is. That helps you so much from mm -hmm. the mental and like a scientific standpoint. Yes, ma'am. Because yoga is going to help people have a clearer mind, be more focused. Even from like a scientific standpoint, mm -hmm. if they're just having a really crap day, yeah. like it's releasing endorphins. Correct. And then that can help them. It can make ripples. Correct. So you have a bad day starting in the morning right away, right? And you yeah. dropped your curling iron into the toilet and you <laughs> forgot to flush the toilet. So it's even doubled, right? So there's all, and your immediate reaction is, oh my. So you can either A, instant negative reaction or go, what's the worst now? Okay, it's already happened. Are you gonna make it worse by getting frustrated, being angry, now you're doo-doo, falls over to mom, falls over into dad they're going what in the world is going on with her ripples away correct so just take a step back right take okay. a step back take a deep breath feel that grounding through your feet start again it's okay. not the worst thing that can happen no. worst thing the worst thing that's happened your hair's not going to be curled. right <laughs> and you still look beautiful so it doesn't matter right so it doesn't matter so all in all we just doo-dooed on ourselves more by making instant negative feedback yeah. for just a, right relax and even if that happens to you you don't want to project that on the other people no you don't because nothing happened to them they don't correct be and so now ryan thinks that gosh what's wrong with this chick i don't i'm so now my thought Chill. of you is i'm not next time i see him like, oh great my first interaction with her was uh, you know yeah. so it's like is that the way you want to be perceived by everybody else? You don't, it really doesn't matter what everybody else perceives of you anyways, but because you're in the position that you're in, you're engaged with me right now. My perception of you two right now, because of my first interaction with you two was absolutely, I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see those two again. But that's, that is a immediate effect of what kind of people you are. What kind of mom you are, what kind of dad he is turn into the kind of wonderful woman that she is but the ripple effects so it just one conversation leads right into the other see how it works so you're right keeping that positive mind frame all the time so shifting gears a little bit what advice would you give someone who wants to expand their teaching you know i i only got my 200 hours and i thought maybe i should get 500 maybe i should go back and do more and i thought is it really, what am I going to get out of that? Maybe do I want to go over to another country and learn really the realness of it? Do I need to get out of the Western side of things? Getting out of the studio? Maybe I can get into a little bit more of this. Where's the grounding? Where's that inner chi, the Zen that they talk about? You know, um, I think that's the next step. I want to get over there. I want to get over to the temples. You know, I want to sit with the Buddhists and not talk, but just observe, seeing what's what's their daily walk like. Not that I want to be a Buddhist, but I want to learn certain things, certain 
yeah, and I want to really slow it down for me because I'm still fast paced still, you know, very much. And I'm always like, okay, hey, what's next? But I'm, I'm reading mindfulness books. I'm trying to set, settle it down even more and more and getting in with younger groups, getting with older groups and combining them two together and finding out knowledge from the older group who've been doing it for a long time and knowledge from this young group who really is really excited about it and technology that's involved because I do encourage it. I love it. I think it's great when it's used in the right way, but when we're using it in the negative way, we're using it for other things that's different. So I want to see the teaching. I want to see it expand, not so much in the physical, but into the spiritual and mental side of things quickly, quickly. You know, I, our politics and our world, whether we like our president or not, I don't want to be the president. Okay. So I'm not going to bad talk. Okay. But the world is crazy. Okay. And Dow Jones dropped about 800 points yesterday talking about a recession. Things are changing. Okay. The world is very fast. Okay. And we don't take a second to kind of step out of that circle real quick and go, well, yeah, where is everything right now? And I want to take away this from my life. And I really want to really focus more a bit this. And, you know, maybe I want to eliminate all of those people and just take a second for myself, you know, and, you know, maybe focus a little bit more on being with my mom and dad or backing off of my mom and dad and seeing if I, do I got this, you know, maybe I got this. Oh, maybe I don't, you know. <laughs> what do you say nourishes you? as an individual, as a teacher? Uh, my interaction with people, this right here. I yearn for interaction from people. Like um, the girl that just left. The, uh, Julianne. Julianne. Uh, I looked for her every day. And it's just something that she was my comfort zone. Um, I looked for that energy that she brought. Immediately, she just, she's like, that class was great. I didn't realize how fast I go. I loved her pace. And now, boom, she gave me confidence. And now all of a sudden, I felt great about myself. Not that I was a great teacher, but damn, I, hit a, I, hit, I helped her out again. I helped someone else out. And that's really, I think I lack so much of that um, maybe growing up because of the baseball. You know, it was more. It was never good enough, you know, ever. Even when I was good, it was, hey, we got to still work on this. And everyone was like, hey, great job. So I'm the opposite. If you heard me a lot, it was great job, guys. I'm re-encouraging all the time because maybe it's something that I never got so it's man yeah and that's why I'm like that and that's why I immediately grabbed towards you guys the minute I was like oh let's talk all day let's sit down let's hang out let's sit down and chill out and sit on the couch together watch some shows and just talk like that's kind of like where I get into things you know that's my that's my thing is getting around people and their energy and not learning, just being around people. That's what I love. So what's, what's your big dream for your yoga? Like, how do you share it with, because you've got a really oh. unique message, I think, and I think how you've about it and even your history, but how do you spread it beyond a, a basketball court of people? And right, 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 right. You know, um, I, I don't think I've really thought of it much. I think I thought of, I've only been thinking of it so small of just one class at a time. You know, 6.30 every day at Gaylord Rockies. Um, I think that I would like maybe just hear the Iyengers, you know, the people that go and see see him, actual Iyengar, and 
sit and do his classes or learn from him. And it's, there's not a lot of talk. It's not a lot about me and what I've done. It's more about what he can give. Um, maybe that's what I want, the word of mouth. And maybe not about Ryan, but maybe about, you know, this class I took in Colorado, it's restorative, it was on a basketball court. Maybe they don't even remember my name, but maybe they remember, you know, that class was just, I never really thought about, you know, internalizing, just taking a second and breathing, stopping for a moment, you know? Um, maybe that's where I want it to go. I don't want it to be known as Ryan. You know, I think it's always been about me, like being an only child, not having a dad, being raised by only my mom and my grandma. I was, a, I was the only man in the house, so I was told I, I was the man. You know, and I always felt like that. And sometimes I didn't want to be that, you know, I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to be just, just Ryan, you know, I don't want to be held so high. I just, you know, maybe that's what I want. I want it to be, I don't want to be, I'm glad I'm a catalyst, but I don't want to be the main purpose. You guys are the main purpose. And if I can help that, that's fantastic. But I don't want the praise to be for me. By any means. Right. You know? But I think that you're like, even with DKS Anger, I went, yeah. and studied with Katavi Joyce in Mysore in 1998. Gosh. You know, and you had to write the letter and yeah, ask like, permission to yeah, go. Yeah, that's awesome. Didn't know where it was. And, you know, you show up and there's this tiny little plaque outside a house in Lakshmi Puram. But I think if the word wouldn't have gotten out, yeah. you're right. Then. I wouldn't be here. The message would None not have been heard. Teachers I've trained would Correct. be here. My studio wouldn't exist. Correct. So I think it is, it, you can have it not be about yeah. you yeah. and expand your reach. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. And I think I just, maybe I don't know my value. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's what it is. And I don't know my value. And I think that's one big struggle that has been in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I don't hold my value very high. I've done a very good job of letting that barrier down over the last few years right um with everything that i've gone on in my personal life but um i've definitely that's one big thing people tell me you got to give yourself and i talk about it grace and i'm doing more of it but i don't know my value i don't know how much of this helps i don't know and people may say hey that's the best class i hear it. it's the best class i've ever had is it really i don't know i'm not saying i don't believe them but that's, I hope so. That's awesome. But I don't know, you know? I think that you, my experience of your class is that your humility and your your sense of uh, permission for people to experience grace and to reconnect yeah. and slowing it down really is unique. I'll be honest. That's great. Um, and I think that even that message and even the way that you speak to people is, is very unique. That's good to hear. To a lot of, you know, I, I, I don't see a know. lot of teachers. I yeah, get and I don't know. Studios. And it's great to hear because you have to, you have to understand, I don't, I don't get feedback. Right. So you're, you're giving me more feedback than I've ever had in my entire time I've ever taught. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm being very honest yeah. right now. So what you're telling me unique and I don't know. People tell me, hey, that's the greatest class I've ever had. And I'm like, thank you. What do you <laughs> like? like so what much? does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, and again, maybe I've touched a woman who's taught me and I've opened up a, a portal to kind of release some right. grace, right? Or whatever. So that's when I notice I'm making a change. But I don't know. Yeah. By you telling me that is very refreshing. I, I don't know. I feel like I do an okay job. You know, I, I don't, I try to make it simple and I try to make it 
easy, but also at the same time, I don't want it to just be that. I want there to be a purpose. And it's not just it, it's you. And I think that that's kind of the elephant in a remote room that you're not- Maybe I'm not getting. Yeah, yeah, is that it's um, it's who you're being right. that's through this practice, but who you're being is allowing them to have those breakthroughs is what I would suggest. Right, I get you, yeah. I get you. Yeah, because I just, I, maybe I just don't know. Yeah. And I think I just, maybe it's because I hold myself at a, you know, I want it to be about you guys. And I know I'm a catalyst for it. Um, and I hope it's a positive catalyst, you know, and I, and I do appreciate that. And it's maybe that I don't, I'm not looking for that. That's not what I'm looking for, but man, it feels good to hear it. You know, it's, yeah. it's a refreshing thing to hear, to know that I'm hitting that right chord. Mm-hmm. So I, have I appreciate one question. that. Yeah. Um, what's the catalyst? Oh, so ah, yes. <laughs> it is like, it's like the gasoline for your, like for your car, kind of like so it's prepared. Yes. It's it okay, basically just, getting me set. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of thought. Yeah, but I wanted to be yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, so somebody had said that to me the other day, and it stuck with me. And I don't use it often, but I've been using it more. The catalyst for, she said, you know, you Ryan, you're a catalyst of why I've been able to let this down. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, you said something that allowed me to just drop it. And I said, I don't realize, what do you mean? She goes, you were the start. You're the reason why. I said, ah, yeah. God. You're the facilitator that created the transformation, Correct. that so, allowed the transformation to right. occur. Because you don't force it. Right. But you open It's got to be organic, you guys. Yeah. And that's really where I want to be. Yeah. I don't want to fake it. Uh, yeah. I can't. I can't I fake awesome. it, you guys. Somebody I can't. Do that yeah. I can't. I can't fake this. I can't pretend to just give you, I can't go home and write down what's my favorite pose. And I, I, I have to just talk to you about it and I have to get into the moment and just explain it to you yeah. at that moment. If you could only have three poses in your practice, what would they be? 100% pigeon, 100% because anything we have right here in this, our central, our groin, our digestive, and our heart, right? Anything I can open up so pigeon I'm going to get into, we're going to lay and we're going to humbly sit down, but we're also going to be working on something because reality is, is this is all day. Yeah. It's reality. Okay. So I'm not going to go too deep about this, but reality is physically, this is what we do for this. So physically I'm going to help pigeon. That's one thing that we're going to be doing is walking for the most of our life, right? We want to hopefully walk hips we need. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. Now, when it comes to a spiritual, what I really like, who doesn't like Savasana? Now, what you're doing is you're giving yourself up. You're laying down on your back and you're exposing your body, your most (laughs) private areas and your most precious thing in the world, which is your heart. So I allow that, I like that to be that way too. So those are my two. Now the third, I don't know if there's a third that I would say I absolutely love. Um, Warrior three is a tricky one because you're really getting into a physical grounding center through your foot. You've got to have your hands in certain. So it's a, it's a hard pose that I like, you know, a lot of people go handstand. Okay. That's great. Well, all the blood rushes to your head, 
and I can get the feel of it. Right, and you, but I think that the headstand is everybody gets that big blood rush to your head and you feel great when you come up. You know, you're like, oh, got it. Like, yeah, and you're like strong. Around, it's like, yeah, and you feel great. Yeah. You're holding your whole body up, but that's, I feel like that's normal. Everybody's gonna go to that. So, you know, you, you get into, you know, your pitch and you get in your Savasana, you know, I don't know if my third would be maybe warrior three, just because you got to really, you got to physically get into that. You got to get into that a little bit. Hold your body, get into your abs. Legs are strong. Shoulders are engaged. So I do like, I like three. I can't do three a lot here. No. People can't get into three here. Not beginners. Uh-huh. They can't. Yeah, they don't have the balance, I find, especially when if people are traveling, they lose that sense of and balance. You see, like, left arm up, right leg back, and I just have you guys balance there just to start, because even just that for people, I mean, it's just once I start telling them, Kate, those abs. Oh, there it is. Now we're settled. So, yeah, those are, yeah, those are probably my three favorites. Um, I'm, I'm, I try to stick to the, the humbling poses, you know, the Savasana, where you're, you're giving yourself up, you know. I'm some, I'm very much a submissive person. I like to submit. I give. I like to allow myself to kind of give it up and just, yeah. you know, please take me, you know, do it. Um, and then the pigeons, like I said, it's compromising. Got to get at, help our hips a little bit. So, anything else you'd like to share with us? You know, I think just the fact that the two of you coming out here, um, I really look forward to this. Um, your energy level i feel um beyond this the podcast beyond the yoga practice um my interaction with you two and my um friendship i guess you would call it inner just you know um this is what i feel life is about um really truly you know the set the fact that you can sit here and be comfortable um, we talked about comfort about hands-on and um, opening yourself up and talking about your life to people that's just as as tough as putting your hands on people and allowing somebody to talk to you about their life is also allowing somebody to say hey it's okay to put your hands on me too to help me it's the same thing i believe you know we talked about earlier in the podcast hey what do you feel about hands-on adjustment i feel like it's the same thing when you open up and having a conversation with people you know they let you into their life respect that you know they let you into their little conversation about maybe their daughter or their family or their husband or, i met you guys i met your husband i met your dad That's, you didn't have to do that but he was here you don't have to be here but you are you know and there's you didn't have to do this but you did so this is really this is what i get out of everything this is what life is for me it's not forget work man. forget this stuff forget money forget your cool shoes Forget your awesome stuff, because it doesn't mean anything. You know, this kind of stuff, man. You you can't can't replace it. I I won't forget. I promise you, I will never forget you two. Ever, I'll never forget you two. And whether I see you guys again after this moment, I'll never forget you two. Just because of this moment, just because of this stuff. And that's what I. And you know, that's what I try to tell my own kids this too. You know, be humble, have respect, have manners. You ask my child right now my son specifically kevin what are your dad's two rules he'll go oh my god <laughs> respect in manner and he'll say it like that it's what but she she's like 
She's like, if I died right now, uh-huh. what would you have learned? And that's true <laughs> because we are All leaving the time. you and there's, you'll see it one day. It'll kick in. It'll make sense. And it doesn't, you don't need to have kids. You don't, you'll, it'll just, life will happen yeah. and you'll get it. And you'll go, God, my mom was right, you know, or, ah, now I get it. You know, catalyst. Ah, now it makes That's sense. That's what that word See, means. you learn something new every day. So, <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, forget the yoga practice, forget the awesome poses, forget the money, forget the fame, forget the stuff. Forget the Instagram. Forget all that. Looking. Forget all that, man. Forget all that stuff. You know, spend the time. Know who you are. You know, have a conversation with a stranger. You know, go help a person. See that old lady walking across? Stop your freaking car. Get out and go help that lady across the street. Just why? Why not? Why wouldn't you? What are you doing? Why do you get out of the car? I'm going to go help that lady. Why? So treat people like you want to be treated. I tell that people all the time. How do you want to be treated? If you want to be treated like you do, then you're treating me like crap. So that must mean that's how you like to be treated. Like right? It. So it's just, it's odd to me. It's like. If you don't treat people with respect, why are you expecting to be respected? You're not, and you're not going to be. You're not going to be. So unless you, you can sit and have a conversation with a random stranger, a yoga instructor at the Gaylord Hotel, and feel comfortable enough to like, man, I feel like I know this guy forever. Or I feel like I know these two ladies forever. Yeah. Great. Or not. Are you like, God, this guy was a total lose <laughs> what you know but i don't know but it's a feel again it's yeah. a feel it's yeah. on what you portray it's what you bring out to the map it's what you bring to the table it's what you bring every day when you walk out of your house it's when you put on your clothes are you being mindful when you brush your teeth you know are you just brushing teeth you know or are you taking the time right are you really brushing your teeth it's stupid right but are you really taking care of those teeth? little things and it's gonna what happens when you have a relationship right so if, if i notice that you take care of the small things in your life, what are you gonna do with the big things in your life? Exactly. I know you're gonna really, really focus on that. So I know that if I wanna be with someone like you forever, then I wanna make sure that you're, you take care of the little things. If you're gonna take care of the little things really good, man, that's the person I wanna be around all the time. Because then I can, now I can trust you. Now I know, oh, the little things are, I can trust that person to take care of those exactly. big things. Right, so that's that's it right there. I think that's the that's the big conversation in it all. Is it's not the questions, the actual act of the conversation. What are we being toward people? How are we portraying ourselves? I'm the same way all the time. This same person, Ryan, you're seeing right now. I'm the same person when I walk away. I try to have that humility when I'm like, I mean, exhale, or do I mean inhale? I don't know. Let's just breathe. Because there's going to be times where you just, you're kind of like, ah, let's just stand here and for a second. I don't know what the hell we're doing right now. And we're just, but that's the humility. Life is like that. Yeah. We're just going to throw stuff at you and you're going to go, oh, some days are better than others. I might have a great class one day. Today, I feel like it was okay. I feel like I just kind of fumbled around a little bit. Yesterday, I felt like I was on it. And it, but yesterday I didn't get a lot of feedback. So I'm like, well, maybe I wasn't on it. You know, that's yeah, the, yeah. that's the beauty in life. I try not to hold too much on to one thing or the other. I try not to exactly what you say all the time. give myself a little bit more value. Maybe think of myself as a little bit more than what I think it is, but not arrogant. So that's that, that, that yeah. line we face, you know, you know, we're not great. We're not all perfect. I said it right. Yeah. We're not perfect. We're never going to be. Promise you. 
I've screwed up so much as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a son, and horribly bad, done very horrible things. But there's a reason why I'm the person that I am. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means I made some bad mistakes called life. So that's why I'm here today. That's why I have these conversations. That's why I feed off of this stuff is because um, I look for people that are just like me and you, just like us three. The fact that we just sit here and have a great conversation. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. So how can people follow up with you? You can just um, follow up with me. Um, I go through through my Facebook, you know, Ryan Mo, R-Y-A-N-M-E-A-U-X. Um, um, I do Your Best Yoga. I have that link through my Facebook. Um, I've been kind of holding off on it just because I do a lot of stuff personally. You know, like let's say you two say, hey, Ryan, can we do a class with you today personally? We'll pay you blah, 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 whatever, great. And I'll just take two people. We'll go off, we'll do our own thing. I tried to stay, I really wanted to stay away from the studios. It was easy for me to go to a studio and I could go back to Yoga Pod and go there and teach. But I don't feel like I was doing anything. I wasn't going to do anything there. And I knew that from the get-go. So I feel like, you know, people can follow me through Facebook, through Your Best Yoga. Um, And then I just, I literally just give people my phone number and give them my email and say, hey, if you ever feel like you want to just talk, ask me, text me, give me a call, email me. And just say, hey, can we talk for a second? I got a question. Remember when we were doing yoga and we talked about grace? Remember how I told you I had a hard time with my son losing my infant son? Yeah, I remember that. Hey, do you think we could just talk for a second about, you know, going over some stuff? And that's what I'm here for. You know, that's, that's really what I want to do in life is just really try to help people because I know and once you, if, you know, personally, if you got to know me a little bit more and more of my story, my intimate story my my personal story you would understand why i'm the way i am and why i'm so touchy feeling why I'm, i i yearn for this because i lacked a lot of it in my, in my life and so um i just try to get with people and just do this i think it's so organically normal i think if you force it it's not real it's exactly right i feel like if you force it it's not real um, they do and we, we just said it like what 10 minutes ago it's we fake it so much and we want we're looking for that immediate fix so i can't just fix it right away you know sometimes you can yeah you can fix it but can't drink it away can't do drugs can't that won't that won't take it away sex won't take it away whatever it is that you do won't take it away you gotta face it and just accept it or whatever it may be yeah and just gosh next time i'm gonna do better or whatever so you know that's the way I do it. I just try to, I try to stay in contact with my people through, you know, Facebook, through my Your Best Yoga, and then, you know, any emails or phone numbers we, we exchange and just kind of go from there. And, you know, I'm looking, um, I'm, I'm looking to kind of expand this a little bit more just because I'm not, I'm really want to be careful of how I do it. Yeah. I don't want to fall into, I won't, not that I don't, I won't fall into what social, what, <laughs> what the regular life has ever done to everybody else. I just won't. I'm not that person. I don't just conform. I'm not that person. So I find a different path. You said it unique. I've always felt like I was a little different, you know, and I take a different path. Not that it's great. Not that it's better or worse. It's just different. Very much so. So um, that's how people can get a hold of me. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much Very for much. taking the time <laughs> yeah. to sit down and chat. Absolutely. And a beautiful class this morning. Glad you liked it. It has just been a pleasure and one of those beautiful like synchro destiny moments to run into you yesterday. It's true. You know, I, I say it's, it's very, I, I take vibes and feelings and emotions real. And I, when I say I was truly excited to come, I really, I didn't care about the class. I wanted actually, I was excited. I was hoping she was going to be here, but I really just wanted to sit with you and talk to you. I didn't even care respectfully i don't want you to think i didn't care about what you were going to ask me but i just was really excited just to be with you guys yeah. just kind of yeah. because it's an energy it's a feeling yeah. that i think that we just don't people lack you know with everything with you said it with the scared to say certain things you got to be very careful and this is not it's hard for me because i don't have a filter and i just i can't fake being loving and hug people and i can't fake just you know Hey, I'm not here to touch you because I want to feel your butt. I'm here to <laughs> touch you on your hip because I want to help you and get you in the right spot. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's very clear and very, I make it very, you know, concise. And that's, this has been my, my, my fun, exciting moments. So really, truly come out here. And so it's, you don't need to thank me. I, it's truly am a, a pleasure to come out here and talk to you both. Truly, oh, really has been yeah. very welcome. It's awesome. I could sit here and talk all day, but. You guys got to go. We have to go get into I know. our session. Well, I'm glad I could be here with you guys. Thank you for coming to class too. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Epic Journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a rating and a review. I truly hope that you got something out of this episode that you can use on your own epic journey.